This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple, multiple. award-winning, Here For It podcast is brought to you by the Horantine. The Horantine of 2020 mm-hmm. is in full effect. Mm-hmm. I just would like to remind our white listeners out there that jogging in these parks is not social distancing. Sweetie. It's cruising at this point. Sweetie. Quarantine means take your whole ass home. Huh? Be on quarantine. Horse. Quarantine. Quarantine the horse. Quarantine. You cruising, girl. You better be in the ER. Cruising from the goddamn <laughs> ER to the OR. That's where you're going to be cruising. To the ICU. <laughs> that's, where, that's where this shit ends up is in it's the ICU. Buddy, I can't. It's funny looking at them stupid assholes outside running. I'm like, uh, huh? They told you to stay your ass at home. Jogging, power walking. What you doing? They all like, in congregating in parks. Meeting up and for I coffee. know Washington D.C. is not the what only city doing, that yeah. this can be seen in. So seeing this in Washington D.C., I'm like, uh, what are you, what 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 are we doing? Because Virginia and Maryland are shut down, so you come over my house to record the podcast, and now I got to be first off. Stop telling my business. I'm in quarantine right now. <laughs> You need to you be cruising to the ICU with these other girls. No, I'm going. I'm going back. I'm going home. I'm, I know where where my quarantine is. Okay, here yeah, y'all girls in relationships. I don't need to be on the apps. I got a man. Cool story. Girls bro. in relationships need to be on apps too. Depends on your relationship. Oh, serious moment. Real talk. Um, a journalist had asked um a. I think it was a D.C. police officer or something. Has he seen an increase in anything during the corona? Domestic violence. And he violence. said domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Because the man is always at home. He ain't got nowhere to go. The gym closed. The damn books, adult bookstores closed. We talked about that on the Patreon. These men don't have nowhere else to go. So they are And women. It ain't just men. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think them lesbians the, beating each other up? The strip club closed or whatever. I don't know. What did the... I don't know. I understand. You know, being like in close quarters with a loved one makes you find out how much y'all are really in love. Sweetie. Sweetheart. <laughs> and then when you ain't Sweetheart. got Sweetheart. No- <laughs> go in the living room. <laughs> Sweetheart. Go downstairs. <laughs> it's different when you know you used to being separated for yeah. eight to nine hours a day, you know, somebody at work or, you know, mm-hmm. doing whatever, and then you can come back together and be like, oh, shit, I missed you. But I've seen you for eight days straight. I don't know if I like you anymore. How y'all think the pets feel? Because the people were saying that the, the cats is, are really upset. The dogs. Oh, I'm sure cats are pissed <coughs> right now. They're like, listen. I don't like to be rubbed. This I know evictions have stopped, <laughs> but can somebody get out? <laughs> cats are over it right now. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And next month is 10 years of RonaldMatters.com. So excited. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. uh, the captain of the Cougar Coalition, b.k.a. the living room legend, because I've been doing all my greatest performances in the living room. Come on now. (laughs) So I'm a legend to these streets. How can now. I ease the pain when I know you're coming back again? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing a performance tonight. <laughs> if you don't think I wore some, um, what was I doing the other day? Um, Jesse Powell, come on, wore it out. I'm your baby tonight. Eddie Levert wore it out. Yeah. You know, I went back into the craze for Old Mariah, like the first three albums. Yep. Wore it out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do more. This heartbreak. Weekend. Oh, this morning before work, I was doing Heartbreaker. 
Um, I, give me a love. Give me a love. Give me a love. I'm up to three shows give a day. A love. <laughs> Come on. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm going. I'm getting ready for tour. Uh, well, <laughs> it may it may get canceled, but I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready for tour. You gotta be in prime shape. Uh, our icebreaker this week is: What has been your favorite episode or topic in our three year run of Here for a Podcast? Um. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Well, since I've been going back through the episodes, I like when we have guests. I like when we broadcast live from other places and all that. Um, oh, I'm about to get there. I know. Um. I really enjoyed our public indecency conversation with um, Zim Van Adams. Um, but I also enjoyed the Poppers episode because it was very educational. Um, you do Poppers and I don't. And we talked about that on Patreon this week as well. Um, I don't do them like I used oh, to. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this your story. This your life as a cover girl. Well, in the book. <laughs> um, no, I don't. So, I mean, I do them sparingly. Like, over a year ago, it used to be like fun in almost every session to do poppers. But now yeah. I'm just like, girl, calm down. Girl, calm down. <laughs> if you need that to have sex, girl, don't end up like Andrew Gillum. Woo! Um, so, I, I guess, um, but my favorite, favorite, favorite is broadcast live from um, Casa Ruby. Uh, I think I've continued to say that. Um, because while we were there, what we were doing and... Continuing our contributions to Casa Ruby means so much more to me. The LGBT community shelter and the work that they do is why we're here. Yeah, uh, definitely one of my favorites as well. Uh, obviously, I'm partial to the prep topic because um, we have gotten people writing back in and saying that they were informed mm -hmm. through our podcast. And for three years, if, if we did our job in edutainment, um, and inform some people and change some minds or uh, start a conversation, then that's our job. And so that is my favorite part of three years of Here For It podcast. <clears throat> our word of the day this week, W-E-R-D, is agrophobia. Heard of that one? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it is a type of anxiety disorder in which you fear and avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic and make you feel trapped, helpless, or embarrassed. You fear an actual or anticipated situation such as using public transportation, yeah. being in open or enclosed spaces, standing enclosed. in lines, mm -hmm. or being in a crowd. And so I think that this word was very obscure until recent events, but I think I'm not alone in feeling very agoraphobic in a lot of situations i was just telling you about <clears throat> a older person uh coming up and coughing behind me and i closed the elevator door in his face yikes uh because i'm not i'm just i'm, I'm not taking yikes. i'm not taking that chance uh -uh, uh -uh. we can't be in this close space you together 60 plus sir um and it wasn't like no just clearing your throat cough it was a it was some mucus down in there it wasn't producing and oh. i that's the kind. Of, well, you're the nurse. They say that's the kind of cough that you have when you're not producing nothing. Yeah. So a, cough. a production cough means, hey, I started coughing <coughs> and it's yeah. done. But non-producing means you just got to continue to cough and then it doesn't come to an end and you try to continue to breathe and then you continue to cough. That means it didn't produce anything. Um, and his was non-producing. And what I don't need in my life is non-producing cough. So I closed the elevator door in his face. I'm sorry to that man, but. 
I'm not. You're <laughs> protecting yourself. You got to protect yourself. I'm expensive over here. I can't, can't. I don't want to find out what a ventilator feels like on the other end. I don't. I put ventilators on people. I don't want to know what they feel like being put on me. So I'm very, very sorry. Yeah. If I am anti-PC for that, then give me that label. All right, girl, print it out. <laughs> put it, put it, put it on my name tag. <laughs> put okay. it on my name tag. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so agoraphobia again used to be an obscure word. People really probably didn't have. Um, ways to describe what it really was before, but it is our mm-hmm. word of the day. So you are empowered. You have a word that you can explain um, being in those type of situations. Uh, not just your Summer Walker time. jumped out. <laughs> I'm not even. I got anxiety. Mm-hmm. I got anxiety. Or you just can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you tried to bait me. Um, the next segment is called Affirmations. There you go. Um, our affirmation this week is though we are in a global pandemic crisis, do not let it unravel you yet. Persevere and survive the best way you can laugh and escape while at home as much as you can to Uh avoid cabin fever because we don't know when we'll be able to come out of the cabin. Uh So play the long game and take as few risks as possible, um, which I will come back to in sexual health this week. Um, again, um, we have just passed our three year anniversary. So support for this ghetto ass podcast. This week comes. is our three year anniversary. Wow. You're welcome. Um, I'm on drugs. Tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, so support for this ghetto ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from you beautiful people listening right now. We could not gotten to, we could Ooh. not have gotten to <laughs> Three years of this podcast without you guys. Um, so thank you for for your support. Uh, thank you for your continued support and hopefully for your future support. If you would like to support this podcast, you can get over to our Patreon right now, which is going to be a link in the description. And for at least a dollar. One queen. You one. can support a black gay podcast that you listen to all the time because here you are again. Um <laughs> What is that gender inequality? Because who you are again? That's like the pay, pay something for women and sixty six cents for on black a dollar. Women. 60, 60 cent on a dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't no black women on this podcast. There are I tried to get a black woman on this podcast. Oh, uh, more than eleven. <coughs> more than eleven. Um. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for your support. All right. Uh, if you would like to continue to support, go over our Patreon. We just created uh, new content on Patreon right now where we talked about a list of things, including um, uh, the ways that I have sex with uh, my fiance. <laughs> Don't be telling nobody else that. Uh, and the ways that Ronald Matters is a dry beach. Mm-hmm. Wow, bro. <laughs> wow, bro. You see how I did that? Dry bro. beach. Wow. You a dry beach. Wow. Uh, last week we tried to do some charity for our third year anniversary. Moving on. Last week, that's what had happened. So since you guys didn't get an episode, I figured that we would quickly just say that the devil, the Rona, the Rona, and disorganization, Miss Rona, prevented that from happening. But we are still looking forward in the future. To making a charitable contribution 
to an LGBT charity. So if you know an LGBT charity that is worth um, us looking into, us giving a spotlight to or donating to in the future, please hit one of us up and we will look into it and figure out how we can um, donate to an LGBT focused uh, POCs, um, black preferably. Yes, um, but definitely an LGBT um, charity organization that we can spotlight or donate to for charity since we didn't get to do it last week. Miss Rona, <clears throat> I'll move on. Um, LGBT history was spotlighted in the recent self-made uh, alleged. It was a dramatization. Dramatization of yeah. uh, Madam C.J. Walker's Inspired story. Inspired by the life of. It did say it said that on the movie poster before you click on it. It said inspired by the life of. They told you up front. That there was going to be some lies? <laughs> so, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole of the lies that were in this documentary. Produced if, by LeBron James. Of course there's some lies. Wow. Um... I'm not even going to go down the list of the lies. If you have seen the documentary. Or read some, the book. Or or know who she really, Madam C.J. Walker is, or uh, any of the other characters involved. Mm-hmm. Do some research. Do not take the dramatization. Because I was going to say documentary. Because mm, it's not a documentary. Sweetie, no. <laughs> that dramatization at face value. Do mm-hmm. not. It is entertaining in part. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Octavia Spencer got a good opportunity. She needs, I want her to get all the checks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the part I wanted to highlight here was um, the LGBT aspect of it. Um, we're not going to spoil it, so if you have not seen it, um, make sure What'd you go see it. What's your quarantine schedule look like? Right. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get to that. What's your quarantine schedule look like? <clears throat> but they have a LGBT character in the story, mm-hmm. but I saw black Twitter saying that that was the dramatization. <laughs> Sweetheart. That Madam C.J. Walker really didn't have um, an LGBT family member, is what I'll, I'll say, because I don't want to spoil it for it's, anyone. It's in the... They're saying it because <laughs> one of Madam C.J. Walker's grandchildren said, no, we, sh- we ain't got no LGBT in our family. This was a, a quote. Like, she was being... She was asked the question... To confirm whether this person was LGBT uh-huh. or not, and then the granddaughter said, "No, we ain't never had no LGBT people in our family." And then the rest of Black Twitter just took that and was like, "They're just trying to put their gay agenda in our, in front of our face, in front of um, Madam C.J. Walker's legacy." And I wanted to address that because how many times have you seen a Black family lie about a LGBT person being in their family? I know I see it all the time. Shit, I had to laugh for about being the damn <laughs> being the, being the LGBT girl. I'm fish, girl. I'm fish. Okay, surprise. And so I was like, "How do y'all not see through all of this?" And the one thing you want to target that you want to call unfactual and unfaithful to the story of Madam C.J. Walker is that she had an LGBT family member because the family the family is trying to cover it up and lie about it. Ain't y'all been to somebody's church before? That's part of the problem. That that is that's the core of a problem. Oh, but okay. they will go. People will go to church and be like, "Oh no, he 
ain't gay. She ain't no lesbian. She what are you talking about? She going to school and focusing on her studies. And that part of the thing actually ended up being the worst part of the damn docu-series because it was... Dramatization. <laughs> it's like cops. Because I was like, this person is... Moving on. I'm supposed to have colorful commentary, but I'll say this. Uh, the husband did his role as the bad husband. Mm-hmm. He did his part, and the floozy he was sleeping with did her part as the floozy, and the girl who was the antagonist through with the dramatiz- more- with the dramatization of it all, she that person did a like I know Octavia Spencer's name so I can say hers, but the girl who was the antagonist she Annie. did really well the the actor playing Annie. Oh, I don't know. What her I, right, name I don't was. know what her name was, but she did really good playing the antagonist. She did really well. As well, I just wanted the okay. So again, I'm not gonna go down the full rabbit hole because it was like six lies throughout this dramatization. <clears throat> the ones you can six big, yeah, six big <laughs> ones that I, I caught. But why did why did the antagonist have to be light skin? The antagonist was light skin. All of the antagonists were light skin. Everyone that was doing fucked up things in this oh. whole dramatization was light skin. Okay. But the fashion was good too. Um, uh, not to change the subject, but the fashion was good too, y'all. Shout out to the costume designer. And the wig designer did a good job too. But I could, I was just, I was seeing the same thread yeah. of light skinned people being bad and dark skinned people being good. And Portraying I'm like, color. So it was trying to be very specific, but then they jumped to a broad aspect of how colorism played out 20, 30 years after but, slavery. But the, the person mm. that was playing the antagonist in real life is dark skinned. Oh. Yes. So they made her light skinned for the movie, the for the dramatization. <laughs> Mm. But in real life, she's dark skinned with type three or type four hair. Oh, okay. Because I know four C is the one. Four C is the one. Now I'm not getting into the weeds on that. Okay. But I know. So she was a three at least. Yeah. Minimum. So she was creating these type of products for women that look like her with her type of hair, Mm -hmm. just like Madam C J Walker was. But in the dramatization, it's a light skinned woman with. Oh, okay. Cause the mama said, the, here. The, the the mama said on the phone call, she said, "Master might have cursed me with a daughter, but at least you turned out beautiful, or something like that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, mama!" So I think I didn't I didn't like that the they injected colorism where it didn't have to be. Okay. And I don't mind having the colorism conversations because mm-hmm. they're real. But why inject it when it wasn't in this case? Or maybe they thought they was being a bad bitch by making a bitch red bone. They're like, oh, we made a red bone on purpose. This, this us being specific about it. And the same one that Blair Underwood was fucking. Yeah, they thought they were being specific, and they thought that was being cute, but the audience didn't receive it that way. And then Booker T. Washington. So we had to revisit Booker T. Washington's mm-hmm. character. I need to go read, look at my fourth grade <laughs> Black History Month. Uh, so the light-skinned <laughs> people were the devil in this dramatization. I just want y'all to know. And again... Are some light-skinned people the devil? I'm not. Am I light-skinned feelings and saying that, no, they're not? But mm. in this case, I'm like, how is everyone that's bad yeah. light-skinned? Mm. What, what are we trying to say here? Moving right along. Get your groceries <clears throat> and stockpiling before Corona. Yeah, so that's what I'm moving right along to <laughs> is things to watch in the quarantine. So if you have not watched Self-Made, um, Get there's some problems. Quarantine. 
together. <laughs> yeah, there's some problems with it, but it is worth watching um, while we are on self isolation right now Ooh. and things that you can watch on Netflix that's free. Um, I am going to uh, submit to the jury a uh, uh, 13, 12 minute, 12, 13 minute video on YouTube uh, that is good to watch during the quarantine because it made me do some more research about people and things that I didn't know about that I thought I knew a lot about. Mm-hmm. And so that's really good to learn stuff about your community during this quarantine if you ain't got nothing else better to do because I know people are talking about, I jack off four times a day now. Sweetie, uh. that's not productive. <laughs> we can do some... We can do some productive things with our time. Uh, so it's called Life After Paris is Burning. Uh, and I have talked about Paris is Burning for all three years of this podcast and uh, before this podcast. And it's always been a staple to me, but it's just so many things about Paris is Burning that I did not know. And I was enlightened, and then I did some more research, and I was like, oh, yeah, there might be some truth to this. She was sucking dick. Well, there's a lot of people sucking dick. Uh, that that was plain and clear from the original documentary. But uh, the director's identity, the director's um, interest in the people that she was this highlighting. This engagement ring looks really nice in the light. Oh, wow. Uh, Don't put the engagement rings away. Put the makeup into the light. I'm reporting live. Okay. Um... What the people that were in the production thought about the production. Um, a lot of different things. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it. So mm-hmm. go watch it for yourself and then go do some more research afterwards. But do something productive. Learn something. Don't be a, a dumb hoe. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. <laughs> That's what Trina said. Do you have anything to suggest that they watch during the quarantine? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Um, Something that you may have watched. I, that for social studies, I have things that people can watch as a recommendation for social studies. So okay. All more right. at 10. All right. Not 11. 11 is the <clears throat> Next, I will move on to the mess. <laughs> Beyonce. No. Has not announced a new single, and it's March. She's usually selling a tour by now. What is going on? She on Twitter, though. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> she on Twitter. Uh, and uh, Lady Gaga had to cancel her shit because she was like, "Girl, I had a tour planned, and this ain't gonna fuck up my goddamn point." Anyway, the juiciest story: Andrew Gillum. All right, I'm so glad Wendy ain't on because Wendy would just ruin the fuck out of this. You know she would. <laughs> okay, so um, back to you in the newsroom. The story has been developing for the last week, and thankfully, um, when I originally wrote about the story last week, I didn't get the full developments that have happened since then, so I'm glad that now I get to report on more of the developments, Mm -hmm. because it's some developments. So, originally, when this had all came out, Andrew said Andrew Gillum was uh, the Democrat running for governor in Florida uh, last year that Almost won, probably should have won, um, but Republicans cheat and shit. So hindsight is twenty twenty because this could be the governor of Florida right yeah, now. Yeah, he's a married man, forty years old, a father of three, three, and we were like, "Wow!" A CNN contributor. Well, now he's a CNN contributor. Cause well, we don't know if he's gonna be a CNN out. contributor because <laughs> uh, he in rehab right now. But. Things were going great. Like people were still on his side, even though he had people lost were the su- race. People were suggesting him as a vice presidential uh, pick, uh-huh. and it was like 
it was like looking up for him in his career in politics. Yeah, yeah. At least if he wasn't gonna be a vice presidential pick, probably a cabinet position. Somewhere. Yeah. Then he fucked around and went down to the white and the white Latino gays. The white Latinos. Yeah, you can be, you can be white and Latino. Oh wow, white Latino. Yeah, that's a wow. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the whole. Ethnicity. That means Latino, but white presenting. Oh, here we go. Oh, since we talk about colorism, just like you can be a black Latino, like the. Okay. I'm Do we call that blood tea now? We <laughs> not anymore. That was a mess. I <clears throat> I'm avoiding traps today. I'm just getting to the story. So Andrew Gillum took his ass down to the um hotel. expensive hotel. A really expensive it's called Mandarin something. Uh and was playing with the white and white Latino gays. He said, he had said last uh-huh. week when this all came out that he was drunk. He confessed. To what, though? Ah. <laughs> Tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, he, he had said in his initial statement when it had came out when fuck shit had happened that he was drunk and he was at a wedding. Now, we still don't have any proof that there was a wedding that had taken place anywhere. Uh, the two gentlemen... That were accompanying him in the hotel suite are not married. Uh, they were also not in a wedding. So story developed today. The story. The people said that he didn't show up to the wedding. That he was supposed to officiate. He but, was supposed to officiate. He didn't show up and didn't cancel either. But uh. it was an alibi. So that's why I'm saying uh. the people. So it'd be different if those two guys that he was in the hotel room were were the ones getting married and uh. they were his friends. I'd be like. Oh, okay, I can hey, see bachelor that. Bachelor party gone wrong. You know, yeah, a bachelor party or, you know, I just celebrating with my friends that just got married. But neither of them hoses is uh, married. Not to each other or to anyone else, except mm-hmm. Andrew Gillum. Andrew Gillum is the only one married here. With three children. With three children. God bless his wife. Um, As you turn your engagement ring, here we go. Y'all think y'all better than people. I'm not. It, it, it this Keep proves that engagement ring. Why proves, you talking about the gay escort story? This proves that anybody is susceptible to having a secret life. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, Nene like Greg is out here fucking my assistant. He out here face. Oh, anyway. I don't know nothing about that. More five. <laughs> okay, so, tune in tomorrow. <laughs> mm. Save that for the reunion. Reunion. <laughs> Bottom line. Ooh. Somebody was um, in there overdosing on crystal meth. There was pills everywhere. Pictures, quote unquote, leaked. No, they were. They were no. The original story was that they were body cam footage from police officers. But it's a, anybody with an iPhone knows that if you take a live photo, kind of sort of like if I take a picture with it, you on my phone, I can make them do boomerang like mm-hmm. effects. And so it said live at the top. So I know that there was an iPhone live photo. So that was taken on an iPhone. That was the, okay. So that's what that, I'm saying is the story. The, the story is crumbling evolving apart. Evolving story. Okay. Yeah, because oh. originally they said it was the police body cam footage. It's not though. And then people start examining the pictures more, and then in one of the pictures you see a barefoot white foot over Andrew Gillum, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, the police took their boots off before they came in here. How is this the police? I would not if I'm being called to a damn a drug a drug den and somebody is passed out and so and so so ma'am I'm putting on my firefighter boots my rain boots the corona boots what kind of boots y'all got? So it blew a hole in that story that that was blew a hole. <clears throat> <laughs> they was getting a hole. 
Somebody was getting their whole bone out. So pills all over the floor. So one in the pillow picture. Again, these pictures are easily defined. Uh, it can irritate your stomach if you are squeamish. So yeah. don't go urine on the you. sheets. I, that was poop. That gave me fleet water. <laughs> the fleet. Well, you've seen enough fleet water to know. I, I have. And that looked that looked like, you know, when the girls be fleeting at the last minute. I do not. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, I guess. All right. We're going to pretend that I'm the only one that knows that. When the girls be fleeting at the last minute and don't get all the fleet water out, but they know the dick is on the way, and they're like, okay, well, if a cup of fleet water come out on these sheets, it's just a hotel. I'm just going to put the sheets in the corner. It's going to be all right. That's what that looked like to me on the pillow. And then the alleged throw-up that was next to his face was very inconsistent. Because if you are throwing up and laying down, why is there no throw-up on your mouth? There was like clear space between where his mouth was and then where the throw-up was on the towel. It looked like maybe someone did throw up on the he towel. He was at the toilet throwing up, according to his story. Yes. So why is he laying on his back? back. In the foyer of, like, when you first step into a room, there's usually, like, a step area. Then the bathroom is on the left, and the room is in front of you. But he was, like, clearly placed there. There were other things placed. There was a dildo placed in between his legs in the picture. I didn't even see that. There's a dildo in the picture. You got to zoom in. <laughs> to the... So, I'm like, it's a white foot. It's throw up. It's fleet water. It's, it's two pills. Baggies. It's pills that are just sprayed across the floor. If you don't know drug addicts, like Sweetheart, I know drug addicts. I'm not cleaning up all these drugs. Keep my drugs together. Dr- drug addicts don't just spray pills on the floor. Girl, this no. costs money. Yeah. They keep them in the in the uh, the plastic containers Container. or in baggies. How are the drugs just strewn across the goddamn hotel? Who the fuck is doing drugs like that? I, I'm not even doing that with my Claritin. Uh-uh. Pick all these Claritins up. Girl, I got to breathe. It's a respiratory infection out right now. Uh-uh. Um, the other red herring. And again, I'm not saying this is a full setup of Andrew Gillum, but it just smelled fishy. Was Andrew... <laughs> was Andrew Gillum doing some wrong shit? Probably. Yes. What was that machine on the floor? I'm get, That's where I'm getting oh. to next. <laughs> so the use of a blood pressure machine <laughs> for hookups... Help me. Help uh, me understand. The only thing that I could surmise, and I don't know this from... Well, not surmise. That's a little cute word. I don't know this from personal experience, but the only thing I could just like put it together is when people are doing uh, Tina, they try to monitor themselves so that they know that I'm not doing oh. too much oh. so I don't end up overdosing. Okay. And so they'll monitor their heart rate, which this machine does. Do I get one they'll of these monitor- at Party City or something? Okay, but I got questions when you finish. When you rich and old, you just get on the... Mm-hmm. Get on the Google. Escort. They say he a strict top. The escort was. So was Andrew Gillum the bottom? He's at the bottom of this story. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't even really... Know who they are. He has the most to lose at this point. Mm-hmm. He got family, a, a political career, and a future to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to be satisfied until some more answers come out. Uh, especially about this goddamn blood pressure machine. Why is this blood pressure machine in here? If y'all was just... What, what, all if the this story. was a, a non-load weekend or something... <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was Fleet Week. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is Miami. So, but no, in the picture, I saw, I think I did tweet, or I think I was going to not tweet. I was confused on if I should. I didn't There was give it a no disco traction. light. There was a disco light as well. Oh, I didn't see that. I was like, why is there a fucking disco light on the goddamn uh, Talk about work party. area desk? Party this, and play. This girl had played the bit for a while. The only thing she was missing was balloons. And I don't doubt that she didn't have the house music bag. was present. Dun, 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 dun. So the whole story started because, according to reports, um, this guy walked into this room. His friend had called him and said he needed some help. So when the guy opened the door, he um, went back and passed out on the bed. And when he looked in the bathroom, there was a black guy in there passed out in the bathroom. And so he called 911. How are you a Florida resident and don't you can't identify somebody who was running for governor less than six months ago? <laughs> and so he called 911. And then when the police arrived, Andrew Gillum was passed out on the floor. And the um, guy was in the bed overdosing on in a current state of overdose on meth. So... Uh, what is going on here? And then Andrew Gillum said, oh, he had, was in town for a wedding. He had heard that a friend was um, in trouble, and he came to go help that friend. But while he was there at an attempt to help the friend, girl, the tequila kicked in and kicked his ass. And so he had to throw up, so he went to the bathroom. But why are you naked? But <laughs> mm. <laughs> why are you naked? In the immortal words of NeNe Leakes, and y'all know I don't quote no fucking NeNe Leakes. <laughs> Snatch this microphone. It's amazing how many friends I didn't know I have. And why are you friends? You running for governor. You friends with a damn gay escort? Now, I said that people don't have relationships outside. Look, Corona out here, people have had to go do things that they wouldn't normally do. I might have to get pedicures in a minute, and you don't want me to give you a pedicure. So, people have had to do things during the Rona that we didn't think we would have to do. But he was already an established, popular gay male escort. Known for Winter page. The girl, um, known for wearing the girls O U T. So who what what this is? He got a disco ball sitting up here on the goddamn <laughs> where the laptops go. You supposed to put your little um, mouse and do your work. He doing his work in the bed, and in the bed there's shit, piss, bodily fluid, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Medical monitoring machines. They got the ventilator down there. That's why we ain't got no ventilators. <laughs> we ain't got no That's ventilators. why New York can't get no damn ventilators. Because y'all got the ventilators down in Florida fucking. Um I'm I'm, I'm I wish Olivia Pope wasn't in retirement because that's the only way that this can get fixed. Okay. <laughs> this can't get handled. Andrew Gillum going to rehab. I mean, I guess we love cool a comeback story. But I when you get back from rehab, I still have questions. I really do. And what are you going to rehab for? Get Diane Sawyer. Get Robin. Because get Robin is, it, is it alcohol or is it sex or is it drugs? So who is his interview going to be with when he come back? Gail King. <laughs> Two hour goddamn dragged out. The girls got dragged. That's why we're here. Um, I want Gail King to ask the question that she asked Leslie Jones. Oh, oh this same. Yeah. That's a, well, if you were his friend, Gail, yeah, since the girls is girls' friends, give her the same question. Yeah. Yeah. Ask it five times the way you asked Leslie Jones. All right. Well, I feel like we worked through this story. Mm-hmm. Ain't her name Leslie Jones? I feel like it, but I'm also feeling like I confused her with the Leslie Jones that was on Drag Race because I just saw her. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just I would just watch it with you. So I'm, <clears throat> um, and more somber, but I have you to report this fucked up it. ass news yeah. because fucked up shit continues to happen, and people are uh, evil. The next door. And Bob, do you which one? Uh, Guess. Uh, um, Monica Diamond uh, is the fourth trans person uh, that has been murdered. Openly murdered. That means that they have classified it as a murder and not a yeah uh, a accident. There was like so many because there's other ones that they just be like, oh, we don't know what happened. It's inconclusive. She got a bullet. In the just like of- y'all got the virus checks. Mm. Um, but Monica Bitch. Diamond uh, was a business owner and a mother. Uh, yeah. She was about to celebrate ten years since she co-founded an event promotion company. <clears throat> she was shot inside an ambulance parked at a parking lot outside a restaurant and hotel. Um, the macabre part of this story for me is um, at around 4 a.m. the other day, paramedics got a call and um, the cops came out and she was suffering from shortness of breath. Mm-hmm. So we know... Right now, when you see that kind of shit, you just th- you're suspecting one thing in these days and age. Um, <clears throat> so the paramedics picked Monica up, put her in the back of the ambulance uh, where they were trying to treat her. Um, during them trying to treat slash revive her, uh, this gentleman, I'm not even gonna say his name because fuck him. Uh-huh. Uh, was banging on the ambulance door trying to get into the ambulance trying to get access to Monica they weren't initially allowing him ambulance access and then he forced his way in and shot her several times in the back of the ambulance so whatever he was originally doing to her he wanted to make sure that uh, he finished the job in the back of the ambulance and shot her um Regardless to police being on the scene, paramedics uh, directly treating her, she was still shot several times in the back of an ambulance. So she got away from her attacker, thankfully, and still wasn't far enough away. Um, I'm sorry that we even have to talk about this story because it's stupid. Uh, It makes no sense. People should have been protecting her. She should not have been in... Um, a place of harm um, and she should still be alive today Uh, the quote from her family is she was a chosen mother to countless she was a business owner and a loving friend and she did not deserve to have her life taken away from her and I absolutely agreed and neither of the rest of the trans uh, people that have succumbed to violence this year Deserve what is happening to them as well. Um, Monica was the co-CEO of the International Mother of the Year pageantry system, which um, honored LGBT mothers overall. And she became the the chosen mother for so many people who were who what who was or who were ooh grammar who were the mothers of other people. Like so, it's like train the trainer. Uplift, you know, like uplift people and teach them how they can teach others how to be good and be a person of value in this world. And so the 
according to the testimony, um, the friends were all at the gas station earlier in the day down in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and he was really into Monica. He was feeling her, asked for the number. She said, I'm going to a party tonight. It sounds very Save the Last Dance. She's going to a party tonight, and he wants to come to the party. So he ends up at the party, um, sees that the vibe is, oh, this isn't a heterosexual event. Got all in his feels. Um, I guess a quarrel, This is why y'all need to stay your ass at home. A quarrel ensues, <clears throat> um, and then police get called. And so then she's in the back of the thing getting treated for shortness of breath. And then he forces his way into it. I'm like, what? What? What Corona going on? Y'all should have been at the house anyway. Y'all really should have been at the house anyway. Um, So it's tough because I mean, like Monica was a leader in her community, leader in the nation especially with her pageantry system that was for LGBTQ mothers of all these houses and her own things that she had going on and just to, oh, I'm going to be cute and dance with a boy at a party tonight. Something so innocent, something every American has the right to turns into dying in the back of an ambulance. What? Um, and so it also speaks to how ignorant men can be because they continue to be <laughs> um if you're pretending to know that this woman that you are allegedly are attracted to at a um, gas station is not a trans woman though you know you know she's a trans woman she was at the gas station with a bunch of gays <laughs> um and then you go to the party and it's a whole bunch of gays and you feel turned off because now, ooh, I can't be at no gay party. I'm I'm a nigga. I'm a hood nigga. A lot of us are hood niggas too, sir. Okay. <laughs> a lot of us are so, hood niggas too, sir. Did you see the commercial? I mean, not a commercial, the um the video of the girls in um Walmart, it was like five gays. Oh. And then a straight boy came up whispering something into I'd the I'd never gay. trip over a nigga if I had something, something, something. And the girl put that Ernie Boy down. And she put that starch back on the shelf. She said, Who is this? <laughs> y- y'all better come get her. The freeze came around the corner. <laughs> yeah, that video was definitely interesting. But he's trying to be cute and going around to all these stores and make viral content and gonna get dragged. Cause some dude walked up behind some woman. She had a sandwich in her hand. I don't know what store she was in, but she was eating a sandwich. And he walked up behind her and coughed. And she, that black woman, got, she was like, look, now I'm going to give you a little space because you're a black man. But you also need to give me some space because you're standing behind me coughing. Mm-hmm. So, um, luckily, in this case, there is no um, panic defense act oh. or bill in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh. So when he goes to court, because he's already been, he's, he's been already, charged he with in, the murder. He in, he I mean, jail. Um, when he goes to court, uh, he can't use that defense act that is used other places in in the world. Um, and and again, we've talked about the gay panic defense act on this podcast. Go look at read some of those other episodes. But um, rest in power to Monica. <clears throat> yeah, rest in power uh, to Monica. And uh, I hope you burn a hill. He who shall not be named, because I'm not giving his name on here. I didn't even put And I'm just name. mad that it's just another black man. Why? 
Why I like we always be like reading the headline like oh don't let it be us don't and it's it a be. picture of them right in the goddamn article don't like, let it be fuck. us don't let it be us goddamn it and there's nowhere I ain't even gonna go down that and road the because human rights campaign released the article and then I was like mm. moving on <laughs> I had no comment woo <clears throat> um Brian Fisher. If you don't know who Brian Fisher is, I don't. Thank the Lord that you don't know who he is. Uh, he's one of the nation's leading homophobes and transphobes. I need uh, to know who he's this a is. right wing. He's a right wing um, uh, radio host, and like he does like racist, not racism, anti LGBT tours and shit like that throughout the country. Where okay, that's you say. I think I know. A little, I do know a little bit. Uh, he has some remarks in uh, the middle of the current crisis that we are in, um, and he was celebrating the fact that children not going back to public schools uh, was a good thing in the middle of all of this coronavirus bullshit uh, because they will not be indoctrinated in sexual deviancy that is being taught with the LGBT curriculum. His quote is, closing public schools will protect vulnerable young children from force-fed indoctrination into the absurd and anti-science, I can't believe he tried that, anti-science environmental agenda. Uh, He has has written, (laughs) calm down, he has written many columns um, and is a part of American Family Association, which I've previously dragged on the this. this podcast and uh he is also on record for saying it will protect them from being brainwashed into normalizing sexual deviancy gender confusion drag queen story hours um and so he he's happy that it's forcing uh children to go back home to their parents where they can be taught christian values what are your thoughts on that <laughs> Fuck y'all. Huh? If you have children that you feel like just need to be taught Christian values, you should been you should have been homeschooling them from the beginning. If you want to create uh, social weirdos, create them at home because schools are no longer the same schools that we had in the eighties and the nineties where you just was taught one thing. And fuck the rest of the, of, of other people. Fuck mm-hmm. black people. Fuck brown people. Fuck LGBT people. We're only going to teach white history and then that's it. That's it. And now in 2020, we're getting more progressive and people are broadening their horizons. And you can't take because it's not your Christian values. Then just teach them Sunday school. Huh? Just keep them at Sunday school. You ain't got to come over here. If you don't want your kids to succeed in the future and want them to be smart and go to colleges where they can be accepted as other smart classmates, keep their ass at home. Competing with the rest of the world. Because you're doing us a favor. I don't need them in the classroom rebutting whether we should have Black History Month, whether we should talk about LGBT history. That's an argument that is over, lost, and done. So, Brian Fisher... um, I hope you're not self-quarantining. Um, hmm. Next, uh, but 
not least. All right. Unfortunately, in watching uh, Drag Race this past week, uh, we still see it unfolding that the drag predator, I ain't even going to name her stupid ass no more, is getting further in this competition with winning things. And it sucks. Um, it sucks for all the other talented girls on the show that Jada really, is a tall. Um, Widow, Britta. Oh, yes. Very talented girls on the show that are is just Is it because not, they're black? Oh, this white queen story needed to be leaked though, to overshadow all the black queens. Mm. So the drag predator is just dragging drag race down again um, this week with barely like winning stuff i'm like how are you Ugh. who so it's not gonna go well um but i'm staying tuned because i'm hoping that they've had enough time now before the grand finale because obviously in the middle of this they're not filming the grand finale yet uh we don't have a, a winner that they have time to pull this together and say how can we be more um fair to girls that went home before this person that was disqualified. Because this person that was disqualified, it looks like made it all the way through the competition. And now these other people that are fully qualified didn't. So I feel like, I hope that production has had enough time to like come up with a good idea where they can be fair to someone um, that may have been kicked out of the competition too early. Um, to get a chance to redeem themselves because this other disqualified girl shouldn't even be here in the first place, but they couldn't help that in those beginning episodes. I just hope that um, this season does get to have a um, comeback queen episode because a lot of seasons of Drag Race have had that um, where they replace a girl when girl, somebody went home too soon, so we're going to bring all five of the eliminated girls back and they one queen will replace the eliminated queen because the one who eliminated queen who should have been eliminated this week was not and she had time to take naps and did not even other girls had to tell her what her look was that she was going to do down the runway because she didn't you know what that adds another element to my outfit bitch do you not already have your own um costumes together your own plans and your own things she needed a production behind her to help her. <laughs> and people say all the time, it's not about where you come from. Nobody cares about that. You're here right now. What can you do with this opportunity to take yourself to the next level? And when she had time to take a nap, she had time to let other girls inspire her and tell her what her things were going to be. and what you, Things that you can't do. You, you don't have time to sleep. This is a world-renowned number one pageant around the world. You have time to sleep, you're doing something wrong. Two, oh, I had to let the other girls tell me what my idea was and how to evolve my idea. Two, no. I'm not saying be stubborn and tell the girls they you can't ever grow or be offered advice. But girl, she told she made your idea what your idea was. So that lets you know that whatever you had did with your idea was not a good enough idea. Like girl, oh girl, I'm doing this and this inspired by this and so and so so and so. You didn't even have three points. To support your thesis on what your damn look was given. <laughs> she just needs to be the next one to go home. If she stays another episode, what is going on? I'm gonna, I'm gonna riot. Mm. 
Well, I can't write because I can't go in the streets. <laughs> <clears throat> but but I'm going to type something very strong on Twitter to RuPaul <laughs> if she stays another episode. Because I am tired of looking at her horrible runway, her no talent. She went that same wig ass, nine times. Same And we makeup. all know episode four. Okay, so that's that on that. All um, right. <laughs> Let's move on. Hashtag execute Ed Buck uh, every week, all week, until Ed Buck is executed. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I will add to that is um, I saw a lot of people laughing about um, Harvey Weinstein getting coronavirus uh, the past couple days. He deserves it. And I just want to put it out there. Psychically, I'm not gonna say the words. I'm not wishing that because that would be rude. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want karma to come back and bite me in my ass. But I just want y'all to know what I'm thinking. Ed Buck, huh? Coronavirus, high fever. Oh, oh! that's all. Like 103 or 107. What are you feeling? Mm, 110. No, that mean you that you start frying your brain at that point. Sweetie, well, oh look, <laughs> go where I'm going. That's all I'm gonna say on that, and that is this week's uh, tepid topics. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> this week in social studies, I want to give a shout out to three OnlyFans performers who I'm looking at on Twitter, um, who have pages that I think you guys should be. Um, <laughs> you giving free advertisement to <laughs> one OnlyFans? following, two subscribe to, and three. Um, Pull out your poppers and your um your loops. Cool. The first person is Devin Tres. Oh, I love him. He's a newcomer. Pause. Um, chocolatey trade. He had dreads, and I am a huge fan of his magic stick. Over on my vista. Um, on his OnlyFans, he's only got thirty nine videos, but you can enjoy him on my vista. Anyway. Only thirty nine? That's a small number. I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> more at nine thirty. I don't know. I ain't we gotta to get this out the way before the real news. Okay, so more at nine thirty. So shout out to Devin Dress. I will. Dress T R E Z. Thank you. I'm gonna say because um, Wednesday morning when this episode goes live, I will tweet all of the links that I'm talking about right now. So don't listen to this Saturday two weeks from now because then I, the links they gonna be nowhere in my. New tweets. So, um, shout out to Devin Tress. Second, shout out to CJ, aka Unicorn Horn 48. Um, he's a yellow bone up in Canada. Um, he's got a muscular body. He's really cute, y'all. Like, look, man. Are all these tops? Stay tuned. <laughs> he usually. Only plays with his front part on the videos. See, that's what he I'm does saying. some public play. He does some things on the couch. He does some things on the bed. This is discrimination. But he also has videos of the um, dildo attachment in the shower where you can attach it on the wall. And he fucks the dildo attachment in the shower. So he does that. And then he also has the this other dildo that he plays with himself with while he's jerking off. And you, you got don't... a lot of money. You've been watching these videos. <laughs> So shout out to Unicorn Horn. Talking about your credit card maxed out. That's where it went. Um, he has 179 videos. Oh shit! And 205 photos on his OnlyFans. Talk about content creator. 
warranting content. That's what they're calling it. Um, and uh, lastly, um, too much for Twitter. He spells it weird. It's got underscores, numbers, and letters. Just check my post. Too much for Twitter has 214 photos and 64 videos on his OnlyFans. And I um, recently discovered between yesterday and today that he lives in Maryland somewhere. <laughs> so I'm like, is he coming to Pride? Is he a book performer somewhere? Pride is canceled. Here you go. Um, and he has the best captions. Like if we do like a um, a picture or a video where like you should be on your knees looking up at him and he's nutting in your face. Like read his captions. It's like, wow, I see how that caption goes with that video content. Did he you- really... He really thinks about the content he's producing and how he wants it to be presented. So, well, who I want to have an OnlyFans page that did that today was Yahya Abdul Mateen. Again, you know I'm the president. I got of the, mine. I'm the president of the fans club and get yours. And I was like, huh, Yahya, what you doing? I know what he was doing. Yeah. I was like, girl, huh? Mm. <laughs> Trying to break up happy homes, apartments. I, uh, I have a house. Oh. <laughs> You let me know. Um, an, an honorable mention goes to Twitter user Florida Chaser seventy five. He's a more mature zaddy type of dude, and he is a chub chaser. But I do enjoy his videos where he lets y'all know, like, I'm between Zoom meetings right now, and I really need to let this go. And he be right there being beautiful with his dad behind. Where's the bottoms? And uh, so thank God for <laughs> Jesus. So shout out to Florida Chaser. Um, I love him. And that's social studies this week. Tag me and other people I should be promoting because I got unfollowed last week because somebody was like, I'm sick of this person always uploading nudity on the timeline. You sitting at home like we... Well, y'all be sitting at home. I be at work. But on my 11P to 7A Twitter, I do be uploading a lot more. But I try to find the PG-13, NC-17... You still do Twitter dark. ...posts, and I still do those to post on my regular timeline because I know my followers and listeners need it. <laughs> Should I be needing it to be at work? Like, I need to go to the bathroom. Ugh. I've done it at work in the bathroom. I'm not ashamed. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so that's social studies this week. And the hospital bathroom is nasty as fuck. Kinda <laughs> like your face. <laughs> Bitch. Um <clears throat> uh sexual health this week is again quarantine. <laughs> Look, we've been busy. Listen. Uh-huh. This is serious. Stop with all the fucking conspiracy theories of I used to, I had coronavirus back in December, so I'm fine. I saw that and I was like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> we weren't tested for it back in December. Trump closed the damn foundation back in 2017 when he got elected. And then it was the 5G towers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. If you don't have nothing positive or productive to say, Shut up. What's some new music? <laughs> Chloe and Haley is like, for the quarantine, we got we want to sample the new music. That's what we expect musicians to do. <laughs> quarantine. Whores listening to this show right now. 
quarantine your whoreness. Stay away from the dicks and the asses and the mouths. Oh. I had to put it all in there because some people would be like, well, I can do this. No, you can't. You can't. Because if he's standing over me while I'm sucking it, he's breathing the damn corona on me, on over my whole head. Quarantine. Don't contribute to possibly spreading anything in our community. And that goes more than one way. Spreading anything in our community. It's a lot of viruses out here. Quarantine. Huh? When this is over... I 100% agree that you should be out there doing all the whoring that you want to do. Take whatever risks, take whatever dicks, mm-hmm. take whatever asses that you want to take. 50 low weekend, 62 low weekend. I I didn't I didn't oh. I didn't endorse that, but I'm not going to shame that either. But right now, huh? Quarantine. My palm itching in the casino is closed. <laughs> what is my palm itching for? The casinos is closed. Because people are going to listen to Quarantine <laughs> and go over to our Patreon. That's why. <clears throat> uh, that's sexual health this week. I just want y'all to take that one message away. Because uh, porn Twitter has been so active. And I'm like, y'all don't know what's going on. And you just doing all it. You ain't scared? A little bit? You don't give a fuck? Uh and then I saw yesterday, because, again, our community goes back to the same tropes of, well, I don't know nobody black that got it, so I'm all right. We going to the uh, meet and greet or the let out or the hangout or the uh, whatever the fuck. Huh? You going home? Quarantine. And yesterday, two people, two gay black people that were on my timeline of other Facebook friends that I know were dead. They've been added to the numbers of the... Corona? Yeah. Yeah, two black gay people. And that's just the Uh Facebook friends that I know, and I don't even know who the two... I don't know them personally, Uh the the two gentlemen that died. But I know the Facebook friends, and I, you know, they were saying RIP. You know, sorry for all the losses and condolences and prayers to the family and blah, blah, blah. You know what? There was one person on my timeline, too. There was one person on my timeline, on my Facebook stories. It was two on mine. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know them, so it's not my cup of tea to put their name out. Yeah. But uh, it just goes to show that uh, we're not immune to this shit. And if you are here fucking people that are asymptomatic of it, they are only asymptomatic for a, a short period of time before they start showing symptoms, and they could have passed it on to your silly ass out here trying to fuck everything. Mm. And then people put the dick asthma. on lockdown. What put is the it? ass on well, lockdown. Respiratory infections, asthma, seasonal allergies, because it's also seasonal allergy season. So you don't know if you sneezing because the cherry blossoms in DC and the flowers are really pretty, or if you sneeze because you got corona. I, I feel so torn between the two because. I'm like, well, sneezing, it's not sneezing, area. it's coughing. So, sneezing okay. is upper respiratory, coughing is lower respiratory. Because that's where yeah. it ends up yes. in the lungs. So, it's not sneezing. So, I guess this is science and not sexual health. Come on, week. that's why you were the nurse. <clears throat> yes. Come on. So, sneezing happens in the nasopharyngeal cavity, mm-hmm. coughing happens from the lower 
um, respiratory area from the uh, bottom of the lungs all the way up because you're trying to produce again. What were we talking about? Productive costs. I think that was that was on, on the Patreon. Patreon. Okay. Um. So your lungs is trying to produce the things that are is clogging it mm. out, and that's, that's why the body's the natural response. Yes. To get rid of whatever's and it's trying to kick the corona out, but while yep. it's kicking the corona out, it's also spreading the corona. <laughs> so the droplets that come from your cough within six feet can be very dangerous because mm-hmm. you breathe in those droplets, you touch those droplets, and then the virus being so virulent, it infects you. Yeah. And you don't have to show signs of symptoms within seven days. You just got it. And then in those seven days, you're like, oh, I'm good. Because for a breathing, deep lung infection, it takes a while for fucking, to get to where it's going. Yeah, breathing and touching everything. And now you've put it everywhere else. So you already got it. You're just going to find out within seven days that you got it. But you don't know who else you've infected. And the biggest thing uh, that the doctors were talking about in the news is obviously uh, inadvertently passing it to older people who are the most susceptible right now as far as they know. Um, And so you wouldn't want to be in that situation. Why put yourself in that situation if you ain't got to? Quarantine. Huh? Put your dick up. Put your ass up. It's okay. You will be able to use it again. Take your Just now, right now. Go to Quarantine. Take your ass home. May I talk about the song for my soul? Yes. Um, Ro James has a song called Last Time. Y'all have heard this on Instagram, at least, because it samples Usher's song, Can You Handle It? So a oh, lot yeah, of people yeah, have been yeah, saying, yeah, like, oh, yeah. listen to this song. And it does an amazing job at the, with the sample. So Ro James is asking this girl... Tell me when the last time he held you, he took you out. When the last time he proposed something that kept you hanging on for a couple of days and he was going to give it to you the way you did it to be given. Because... Quarantine! <laughs> Wait! In the uh, in the song, he's saying like, he had proposed uh, like going down to the Crystal Burger and hanging out. And you know, like something real simple. And she, her pussy was just so wet. Ma'am... When is the last time the man that you actually belong to had proposed something that you was actually interested in? Because if I'm able to do this, are you a floozy, ma'am? <laughs> ma'am, are you a floozy? Answer yes or no, because I need to know what to do with my life. But, of course, by the time Ro James gets to the bridge, Ro James <coughs> is bragging about, well, leave that man and I'm the man for you. and So, and so. so it becomes a I'm the better man for you type of song, but... Bro James last time. And also, I hope during this quarantine that um, bottoms, tops, verse tops, dumb bottoms, submissive, gross, and submissive men. Um, y'all are writing this down. You got to do stuff right now to keep him interested. He ain't got to go to work today, but you also got to figure out how to go downstairs or to the back of the house and figure out how to create a new experience because he is at home all day. He needs something to keep the relationship exciting. So, Ro James, last time is the song for my soul. Okay. Quarantine, though. Huh? You can plan to fuck him in the future. Plan to take him out. Um. So, I don't know if you uh, hacked my notes and shit, <laughs> um, but my song is also nasty. <laughs> but we still quarantining. Thank you. So, thank you. Use this song. Um, as motivation for Pride Month. In the well, girl, we don't know what's gonna happen during Pride Month. 
we're gonna be faggots. I mean, ooh, we're gonna be um, <laughs> we're gonna be really extracurricular. Hmm. Trump said it'll be gone by Easter, so we could definitely do DC Pride. Listen, we're uh-huh. not put, we're not putting fake news out. Did you see that that man died? From taking some shit that Donald Trump recommended in the goddamn live yes. feed, and now the wife is in the ICU. <clears throat> so I had this private conversation with my fiance when he said that, um, and I guess maybe Trump I said should... we should just take this and this. And okay, so I'll, I'll say it publicly, so hopefully enough ears will hear it because apparently ears didn't hear it and it killed somebody. Chloroquine uh, is a drug for malaria. Okay, it's a drug that we took. Uh, active duty service members before deploying so <clears throat> we wouldn't get malaria in certain dangerous areas and so our body would build up an immunity to it so uh-huh. we wouldn't go to these strange places that we go to and die and so you take your chloroquine sometimes 30 days before your deployment and you're just taking a day a day at a time it gives you horrible hallucinations horrible nightmares uh, it disrupts your immune system. Um, think of the way that AZT was happening to HIV positive people in the 80s when they said, oh, we got a drug to cure GRID or the gay cancer. And then they gave them AZT and then people just start dropping like flies. Because that's what they were equating it to in the Trump news rally. That's what I, so why, why ah! do you think that they did? Ah! I'm not doing it's that. It's history repeating itself. That is not a drug. They can do all the clinical trials that they want to, and if they decide they want to remix the drug, sure. But chloroquine is not a drug for someone that is immunocompromised oh. or having respiratory issues because it gives you so many other side issues. It is for malaria. It is not for coronavirus. If they remix it and do something else with it in the future, sure. Medicine is a practice. I don't know everything, but I do know that drug because I used to have to take that drug. That drug is not for coronavirus. And him putting that out there was extremely dangerous. And him not following up after this person has died and trying to snatch the cat back on that is more dangerous. Because people listened to that and was like getting their doctors to prescribe it to them. And some doctors did, obviously. Um, and it's not that hard to get it's not that hard to get on on the internet it's not a a difficult drug to get even without a prescription so people were getting it because Mm -hmm. the quote-unquote president um said that this might be a cure even though the doctor standing next to him was like girl hold on Uh, hold on we didn't say that people ran out and it was it's been it's on a backfill right now because so many people have gotten prescriptions for it and orders for it so i'm saying to you all now listeners if you fell for that dumb shit by the quote-unquote president do not take chloroquine. It is not going to help. Trust me. My my medical experience, one, even if you don't believe in that, sure. But I have taken it before. I have had to take it before deployments. It is going to fuck you up. Think about AZT in the 80s. It is going to do that exact same thing if you are already experiencing symptoms. If you're not experiencing symptoms, you'll... Um, experience the typical shit. The, 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 the typical hallucinations and the nightmares and the yeah. You'll experience the typical shit that comes with chloroquine. Chloroquine, but if you're experiencing coronavirus symptoms, it's not the time to be experimenting with no goddamn drugs. Take your ass to the hospital. Call the doc, your PCP, and if they recommend calling the hospital, yeah. call, and then go if the doctor recommends it. That derailed my song for my song. No, but people <laughs> need that information. <clears throat> 
Song for My Soul is nasty. It came out five months ago, but I have just been bumping it in the last few weeks because um, it goes so hard in the car. Like the the bass in the song is it hits, and then I like the artist, but I never like love the artist. I never listened to a full album of hers. Oh shit! I just gave that away because her name is her. But the name, um, the song goes, doing our thing, moving too fast, candy paint with the windows all black, seats creme brulee. What they gonna say with the top down screaming? Money ain't a thing. We up till six in the morning. When the sun rise, we be on it. Oh, I got five. You know it's all live. Tell me when to go, baby. When we gonna slide? Yeah. Baby, when we gonna slide? Um, I'm old. <clears throat> so I had to like really listen to the song to get what what slide meant. I was like, this is are they talking about doing drugs? But no, girl. <laughs> I know now. I caught up. Yeah, I'm unk. I caught up, and so when I really got what it was, and then re-listened to it a few times, I was like, "Damn, this is this all hits." Except for this one word that I don't get. But okay. No. <laughs> I mean, shit. I'm open to some drugs. Depends Ooh. on the drug. Yeah. So slide, you know, like mm-hmm. people say. When you do like a, a certain type of weed, you're in a slump. Mm-hmm. So slumped, and so I was like, slide, like slumped, like you're going down. Not the Andrew Gillum, but no. <laughs> if it's those type of drugs, get me off the slide. I don't want to be on the slump. Mom, get me off here. <laughs> I don't want to be on the swings either. <laughs> uh, but her slide is the song for my soul this week. Came out five months ago, but it's the song for my soul this week. What are you here for? Um, Argentina. We really don't get that much good LGBT news out of Argentina because they are still <laughs> Argentina. That's what. That's why you know. That's why I listen to here for a podcast. When a, a clock is broken all the time, it's two. It's right twice oh. a day, right. and it's right this time. We don't know when it's gonna be right again. So I gotta acknowledge Argentina. Argentina. Um, has. Now, gotten its first television transgender news anchor. So this is like on, um, like the Telemundo of, uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Mm-hmm. Her name is Diana Zerko. Uh, she is a beautiful transgender woman, um, and her job as co-anchor of public television's primetime evening news program. Oh. Is a milestone yeah. for she's prime time. Yeah, is a milestone for for an excluded community that is often the target of violence, and has a life expectancy roughly half of that of the rest of the population, meaning the transgender population yeah. is like the life expectancy is like thirty one in Argentina versus the rest of the population. She's forty five in America. So, she, and so she's forty. She's okay. forty years old. Um. She has been a fighter for trans rights and LGBT rights uh, and has been in the journalism world for uh, decades and has finally gotten her place. And so I am absolutely here for it. Oh, oh. oh. she's to cute you. too. She's oh. beautiful. Oh, Diana Zerko, Z-U-R-C-O. Yeah. Oh, 
I'm absolutely here for it. Uh, more news coming out of Argentina like this, hopefully. I would love to visit Argentina. Argentina has some beautiful places. I just, um, I'm not trying to fight people because I walk down the street with a man. And then all them hours it takes to get there from DC, <clears throat> probably. Ooh. How many hours is that flight? Uh, I mean, it's not longer than Brazil. It's um, okay. maybe 10 or 11 hours. I keep, I don't, maybe. Okay. How many layovers you got? Um, this weekend, Depends on how much money you got. Because if you got enough money, you can go direct. Beyonce, help us. Um, California Senator Katie Porter mm. is that bitch. Okay, you guys. California Senator Katie Porter. So, um, Dirty Money Season 2 came out. And, of course, Netflix like, girl, you should watch this. Because I watched Dirty Money Season 1. Um, every episode is uh, kind of a deep dive into stories that have come out where people have been doing things with money that went south. So um, the first episode of season two was about Wells Fargo refusing to um, refund bad loans. They had employees create multiple credit cards without um, people's consent. Of course, back then it was horrible mortgages. This is like during the 2008 and all that. So horrible mortgages. So much was going on. And so the episode of Dirty Money intrigued me to go watch um, Wells Fargo CEO Tim Sloan. Intrigued me to go watch Wells Fargo CEO Tim Sloan give testimony on YouTube and of course who was interrogating him it was California Senator Katie Porter um, where he was giving all these fancy she's a drugs. congresswoman she's not a senator she's not a senator no okay great so she was um, just Kamala as- Harris is the senator from California here we go here we go to Kamala thing. Um, and so she, you know, she does her things with like the board. She pulled out the dry erase board. This is the girl y'all see on Instagram. She pulled out the dry erase boards and she asked the CEOs questions. And then she pulled up their quotes and asked them, did they say this? And they were like, huh? And she was like, so Katie Porter was like, so did you lie to a federal judge back then? Or are you lying to me under oath right now? And she be getting answers out of so, um, other greatest hits about um, Katie Jay Porter includes when she was asking the J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, Diamond, um, about not paying his employees fair wages because people are being bank tellers and, okay, so she gets a two-bedroom and the rent costs this and then she's got to deduct this and child care costs this and because of regular business hours she's got to do this and then she's got to pay cell phone bill and buy groceries and all this and so in the neg- she's in the negative $500 a month so Mr. Diamond as the J.P. Morgan Chase CEO how do you recommend she come up and fix this deficit? He sat there and said I don't know you are the CEO of one of the largest banks in America if you call the government and say you're in trouble, you're getting the bailout. But you also can't figure out how to, how a bitch, for lack of better words, bitch got to come up with five hundred dollars to make sure her her baby okay. Get out of here! You you scamming down there, and you got all the assistance and things, and you still can't calculate five hundred dollars, and you the CEO of a bank. And you want to tell me what that my credit score is too low to get the the the, the goddamn security card? Critic. <laughs> <clears throat> Go away from me with this. And also, um, 
You know, she recently um, quizzed the CDC director, Center for Disease Control, Dr. Robert Redfield, and forced him to agree to make coronavirus testing free. Because she was asking him all these questions, and she was grilling his ass, and he said, well, you know what? You're a really good interrogator, so I'm just going to say yes. (laughs) So... Um, shout out to Katie Porter down in California and check out Dirty Money season two on Netflix where they, um, uncover the Trumps. They uncover everything. I haven't watched all the episodes yet, but especially the Wells Fargo episode It's the first episode of season two, Dirty Money on Netflix. Um, what I was just, uh, getting, um, from my, my team, <laughs> I get updates the, from my team. The view, the, yeah, oh, it, in they, my ear. Someone's in my ear. I have a legal note. <clears throat> um, Miami Beach police are looking into the leaks now for Andrew Gillum. Yeah. So, uh, they feel like, um, some doctor rotation or, uh, exploitation has happened. Why was there a disco ball in the room? And they have opened up an investigation as of now. So why was there a disco ball for a damn hookup? Update. My team in my ear <laughs> told me. So uh things is happening. Uh it is now time for our last call. Um again, if you've been listening to the show for three years, uh you know what our last call is. Uh, most of y'all hoes ain't at work, so you can actually have a last call Ta-da. with us on this episode. You can have a morning mimosa. Pour yourself a shot of something and uh, go down this road with us. Mine is petty. My last call is um, R.I.P. to Diamond. Monica Diamond. We speak your name. I didn't know if it was going to be in your hot topics, but I wanted to make sure it got talked about. And still, even though it did get talked about, imagine being murdered in the back of the ambulance. Ma'am, I escaped the threat. The ambulance is supposed to be my safe place. I just could not believe that happened. And for her to be the fourth known transgender person to be murdered this year. And classified as a homicide, because again, it's been other transgender women that have been killed this year that they didn't call homicides. And needs to be identified as a hate crime, honestly, truly. Act of terrorism. Um, so we speak your name, Monica Diamond, and shout out to all the LGBT mothers that you supported, represented, and gave opportunities to with your international mother of the year pageantry system. Cause we all sat up and watched post season one and wanted Blanca to win Mother of the Year. So we all support mothers and want them to be mothers. Here you go a real example. And Mother's Day is coming up, and somebody's going to be without their mother because of hate. Their chosen mother, yes. Well, that's their mama. Because we, when when it's your chosen mama, you may not got a natural one. My dead mother. Oh, that was ghetto. Mama. You may not got a natural one. <laughs> I meant that, though. That's your truth. You spoke it. You may not got a natural one, so that is my mama. Yeah. So, we speak your name, Monica Diamond. That's my last call. Um, thank you goes out to Courtney Kardashian for putting pause on Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I had to drink to it. I had to stand. <laughs> because I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Never have. But when this episode comes around, can somebody at me on Twitter or it comes Facebook? On Thursdays. 
I know, but I don't want to oh. watch the rest of that. Oh. I just want to watch the episode where. So tweet you at nine thirty. And yeah, I want to watch the point where Courtney Kardashian punches or slaps Kim in the face. I'm absolutely here for it. I want to see it. I want to see it. And that's my last call. That was really it. Um, I I have watched intermittently because. Kim Kardashian continues to be a staple in pop culture. And I'm just like, don't give her that. I don't know why I don't see it. So I have tuned in intermittently to like get a glimpse of it, but they are never really doing anything. No, they are never really doing anything. That's why I don't care to watch. They're like, Oh, we're going to the bar to have wine. I'm like, bitch, I do that. (laughs) Don't nobody pay me to, (laughs) but I am willing to watch the episode where Courtney put them paws on her. Yeah, so you should just watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta then. No, because them fights, them fights be fake. So, but I know. really feel like Courtney actually Sick got a hold, it. got a hold of her Sick ass. Of her. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess I'll be watching this week too because I got to do it for research for the podcast. Now that I know my co-host is thoroughly entertained, <laughs> just by that one aspect, because the rest of the whole the, the trailer was just boring. I was the like, this is why I don't watch this. But then I was like. Kim Kardashian gets hit <laughs> Not by a man I don't want her to be abused No not assaulted But her sister I mean that's fine <laughs> A good old sibling r- rivalry It's kind of like Bob the Drake Queen And Monet Exchange so. Just with more money mm. That is this week's episode Of Here For A Podcast Thank you guys for listening to us For three years This week is our three year anniversary episode uh, Make sure you get our merch Hereforashop.com Tune into here for it live.com when Corona is over. Woo, we have some things going on. We do have things going on in motion. Um, so here for it live.com, here for it. Sit shop pot. Stuff. Okay. And um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And next month is 10 years of Ronald Matters. So many anniversaries back to back to back. Wow. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, and I'm just trying to figure out when we're going to slide. Bye. Take your Truvada um, or Discovery or something. Quarantine. If you. Do that's take your that's pills. the most important you can do right now. Do take your pills. Yes. Take your medication and eat. Bye.